0: Hello, my brothers and sisters in smoke, Pastor Barnaby Rothschild here. And my job today, because those boys are lazy, is to ease you into another Pulpit Rewind episode. Now, today's episode is brought to you by the fine folks over there at Jerry Tobacco Aladino, and they sponsor the studio, even though this episode was recorded earlier, hence the reason we're naming off these sponsors now. And uh also, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that The Cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. You can get all those great Aladino cigars over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Have those fine, fine Corojo smokes. It's a good time with the Jerry Tobacco sitting there in the lounge at Riverman. And, of course... We would also be remiss if we didn't mention our good friend Nick Gervais over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. You can get some of that fucking good coffee over there at his website as well. Makes for a nice pairing after a uh, busy Sunday morning of preaching. You can sit back and open up Nick's box and have a nice cigar and a cup of joe. It's a good time. Anyway, I don't know what episode Nick selected for y'all today, so try and sit back and enjoy. I, I, I don't know, these old ones really don't do anything for me, but whatever. So sit back, light up your cigar, say a little prayer to the gods of tobacco, and enjoy another Pulpit Rewind. Amen.
1: Hello everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me, as always... A very bitter Gator. Yeah, Gator's a little pissy yeah, today. am. I
2: am. I'm, I'm in a Something mood. Something
1: tells me we're going to hear a venting from Gator before there this is be all said venting. and done. There might be a little venting.
2: Let's get into the stick, and then I'm going to explain my troubles. I just... okay. And you already know them, but I'm going to tell the listeners, the home listeners. Something
1: tells me I may end up getting a little defensive before this is all said Oh, done. I
2: can't imagine you getting
1: defensive. Uh-oh. Oh, my. <laughs> Here we go. Gator's having his manstration right now, <laughs> to borrow a joke from another episode. Exactly. So, um, so tonight, we will be smoking the E.P. Carrillo Dusk. Nick actually
2: bought me the cigar, I think, in an effort to calm me down. This is the Solidos. It is the 6x60 size. And it's your big boy. It's dark. It is. So the E.P.
1: Carrillo Dusk is a... Cigar made up of a USA Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper, and the binder is Ecuadorian, and the filler is Nicaraguan. And like I said, we are doing the Solido size, which is the 6x60. Larger larger cigar than I normally would smoke. It does come in other sizes, and I very nearly bought you the uh, size down, which I think is called the Obscuro. But that's a 7x54. It'd be
2: fitting for me. It was an
1: extra inch, and I just figured I'd just go ahead and just get the same cigar. Damn
2: straight it is. So, yeah. Yeah. So, So. anyway. Well, it's a very aromatic cigar, by the way. I haven't even clipped it yet. Time for its bris. (laughs) (laughs) With that, it is time to cut the cigar. Just the tip, just to see how it feels. Oh,
0: my God. So We're going to give that a cut. So, part of the bitterness... Oh, God.
2: You know what? I'll go ahead and let you light. I think Jeff's about to unload about me wanting two episodes a week. Oh, my God. Anyway, so part of the bitterness (laughs) that I carry is we actually went over yesterday to the Hill Cigar Company, which we love. We do. And we thought, you know, we'll have a cigar, we'll relax a little bit, then we'll come out, we'll do the episode. So we get ready to record. Nick comes back in and looks at me and says, somebody's in our spot. And at the moment, I said, hey, let's just pull a Sheldon. I'll walk out and i say, hey, you're in my spot. So and I And then got he walked outside and, and saw the people it, that were in our it spot. It was like two Jersey Longshoremen sitting out here. Yeah, they were huge. They were dug in like ticks. And, they and God love them. We, we like you guys. And, and
1: what did you yeah. say as soon as you walked in? <laughs> I said, you, we walked out and immediately walked right back in and said what?
2: I said, there's no chance in hell I'm saying that to them. They'll kick our ass. Kick your ass yeah. is what you specifically. Well, I know said. you'll you'll but, run. Oh yeah, we've covered before how I am not a fighter. So <sighs> anyway, I at least want to use you for cannon fodder. You can be a distraction while I get the upper hand. I don't want to be used that way. <laughs> so so okay. we decide. You know what? We have not been. I, I I have been dying to meet the owner over at the Riverman, and it's a great little lounge here in St. Louis. We decided, you know what, we're going to go over to the Riverman for a little bit. We're going to meet the owner. And by the way, great guy. If you're in St. Louis, please, 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 you know, we beg you all the time, come and shop the brick and mortars. And with that, we include the Hill. We include the Riverman. There's some really good stores here in the St. Louis area where we're based out of. So we go over to Riverman and we meet the owner there. And I mean, the guy is just awesome. Yeah. You know, I can't say enough. Nick knows a little more of the backstory about this. Um, so I'll let you go into that real quick and then I'll continue to vent backstory about what, just the, the Riverman and what, what he's done there and what he's working on. Yeah. So it
1: was an older shop and, uh, Dan purchased it and has been working real hard to, um, you know, kind of get it, get it up to snuff. And he, you know, it's been a long go and he's had some personal things that I think have kind of, I don't want to say hold him back, but, um, They've kind of complicated his life a little bit, but he he does a really good job. He's got a great humidor. It is super diverse, lots of products. It really is. And he puts a lot of time and effort into building it up. You know, they've got cases over there that are um, filled with all of the uh, cigars that are named in the top 25 of the Cigar Aficionado list. Every one that's available. At least as many as he can get a hold of between, you know, either legality or availability. And, um, you know, and he's got that going back a couple of different years, too. So, I mean, it's not just the 2019. It's You can go in there and find, like, the 2017-type cigars and that sort of thing. And so he, he really does
2: put a lot of effort into his story. And he, he's even working aging some cigars. And, I yeah. mean, he's just, you know, the he's guy is aging. really putting in the effort he's here. He's
1: cultivating um a... Uh, I'm sorry. He he's cultivating a group of of uh affordable cigars as well because he recognizes that his customers can't Absolutely. afford to sit around and smoke, you know, $9 cigars, you know, three or four times a day every day. How many
2: times have you heard and me say that?
0: Exactly.
1: And so he's trying to cultivate a group of of more affordable sticks that he can get his his customers interested in so that they have some three and four dollar options
2: as well so it's actually he, he's putting in the effort well and the thing that i was impressed by with him is everyone that walked in the door last night yeah he knew by name it introduced them all to us and could not be more of a fan of the show yeah you know he he talked about oh yeah he kept, on the show. Us he kept to introducing everybody them. and everything it you know, was <laughs> kind of awkward these guys are local <laughs> they've got a great show I mean, it was almost like we—he was making us out to be celebrities, which you know could could not be further from the truth. No, but not at all. But he is a big fan, and I think he likes what we're doing for the industry as a whole. You know, with some of the different attacks and things that are going on right now for premium cigars, I think he sees us as somebody that is you know championing the cause. Because
1: dick and fart jokes is going to be what saves cigars. Hey,
2: whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> so we go there and we're watching the prelims of the fight because last night you know, we're we're recording this on Sunday. That was Saturday and we were trying to record. So we're watching the fights and it's the preliminaries and you know, we're Nick and I decide, okay, we're gonna watch this one last girl fight. By the way, I love to watch girls fight. I don't know why I'm just you know it's And we bet on it, it too. What, we did bet on it and I lost. Yup. <laughs> my fighter went down I, and you got to give I, her credit man well she was down to one leg i'll say this i gave
1: you the option of picking which fighter you wanted to bet on mhm and you picked so it's not like i was stacking the deck knowing anything about the fighters i picked fighters, what i thought was the cuter like of
2: the two i had nothing i had no idea of either of their and skills my, I my girl won. was my girl was undefeated well until last Until night. Until last night. And then she was all bloody and she hobbled, got rocked. <laughs> like they had to carry her and out he of the octagon. Half
1: like lost her career. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: not sure that wasn't a career ender because she got her hobbled. Her was up. messed up. And it was funny because it was it was a hit to the to the face, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but she, but she stumbled when she back. she Stepped back. She twisted or or blew out her ACL. I'm not sure what happened. Something to her. happened there. And she went down like a stone. Yep. So. And bless her heart, she tried. Like she was literally hopping around on one leg trying to continue to fight with blood just streaming out of her forehead. She tried. So it was a thing. So, we we anyway. we watched that with, you know, all the fine folks there at Riverman. And again, the you know, it's it, the the owner cannot be nicer and please, guys, go support these local establishments. They yep. need you. You know, yeah, can you go online and buy a cigar online from a dozen various companies? Yeah. Go support your local guys. But the
1: local guys are are giving you the good customer service. They're giving you a place to go sit and smoke. They're giving you what you
2: need. Exactly. And, you know, here's the thing. Don't take it for granted because it may not be here. Exactly. And we want it to be here because we enjoy coming out and sitting and smoking with you. So that being said, we decide, okay, we're going to head out. And now at this point, it's about 9 o'clock. So we decide we're going to go to Studio B. And we're going to go back to a bar that we like to frequent over in uh, Columbia, Illinois, Top Shooter. So, And we've the, recorded there a couple times We before. have. And at this point, we're just – we're trekking all over St. Louis is what is happening to us. So we get back to Top Shooters, and then it clicks with us when we see the 7,000 vehicles in the parking lot. Yeah, it clicked with us that they have the fight. <laughs> they they actually had the the like and, main card on. And I'll tell
1: you what's funny is after I got home – Late last night, I was, you know, scrolling through social media and I saw somebody post saying, hey, anybody know what bars have the fight? And every comment on there was, yeah, Top Shooters in Columbia. Yep. So, um, yeah, so, I think the entirety of the Metro East was at
2: that bar last So night. at that point, we realized we're not going to be recording on Saturday. So it, we decide then, well, you know what? There's no way we're going to get any food at Top Shooters. It's just slammed. I've never seen this many cars there. Never. Never in my life. Me neither. I mean, there were more cars there than the two car dealerships next door to this place. Yeah. I mean, it was insane. Crazy packed. And people were getting stuck. Well, yeah, because they were parking on the grass. Exactly. And and so it was just turning into a mud pit. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So we decide, you know what? Let's go grab some pizza. Well, guess what? The pizza place was closed. So then we decided. No,
1: they weren't. They were closing in 20 minutes. And we didn't want to be the douchebags. There wasn't enough time to make a pot. Well,
2: there was time. They just would have spat in it. If that's all. (laughs) So then we think, oh, let's go to the Thai place. Well, guess what? They were already closed. Yes. Yes. So we ended up not being able to record and dining at Taco Taco Bell, where Jeff had the worst meal of his life. (laughs) I don't know who taught the Columbia McDonald's employees how to make anything. So
1: first of all, he was supposed to get two taco supremes those come with tomatoes and those come with sour cream and there were none on either of those tacos i told him to walk up and throw it and bank it (laughs) off the counter and when the uh, little high school kids are looking at the taco spread all over the floor just be like you see any fucking tomato and sour cream make it
2: again (laughs) but he didn't do it so you know that's (laughs) on that's on you that's on you (laughs) and then i opened up my taco pizza you mean your little mexican pizza Yeah, my mexican pizza And it was basically a bare wafer with a little dab of something in the middle of it. Yeah, it was pitiful. It was was the worst I've ever seen. It was really
1: pitiful. That's when I told him he should take that up to the counter, throw it and bank it off the counter, (laughs) and throw it. And when they're all looking at it on the floor, just be like, You see any fucking onions? You see any
2: sour cream? No. I mean, it was like, I I don't even even know if there's sour cream on that. I even looked at it. It doesn't matter. There should have been. So I looked in between where they put like the refried beans. And, like, it was, like, three and a half beans worth of refried beans in between those two sheets of wafer. Nice. And it you was basically just had so cracker. disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was the whole night. It just kind of spun apart with my Taco Bell. However, it was kind of fun as we were sitting there lamenting about Jeff's horrible
1: dinner, watching the Taco Bell employees just <laughs> utterly shit themselves. When about 40 high school students came in. It was like a flash mob. All at once. I mean, it was like a minute and a half. That place went from me and Jeff being the only ones there to like us and like 40 high school kids all clamoring to get their,
2: their taco and their Mountain Dew slushes. Oh, and at one point, the guy behind the counter just started screaming at them to use the kiosk. Yeah. Use the self-checkout. He did. He's like, I can't process all these. Just use the self-checkout. <laughs> It was hilarious. So, so I tell you that to tell you this. So, we got back together today to record. So, it is. this has been a two-day process to try to record this episode. And um, it's not going to be nearly good enough to warrant two no, days. No, not at all. <laughs> Except I got all that to rant about. Yeah, you know. But, yeah, I'm just like like on edge and bitter, and I just want to get it done. And that's a horrible attitude. It is a horrible attitude. But but we burned it. In, this is a, I mean, we this burned, is supposed to be fun, Jeff. We burned hey, seven hours yesterday fairness, trying to do this. In all fairness, we had a good time at the hill. Oh, we had a good time at the hill, we and had we had a, a good time great time at, time at Riverman.
1: Yep. So taco balls. <laughs> it's not like yeah. I was gonna say things uh, that went downhill after night. we left Riverman, but but you know, nonetheless, it wasn't a horrible time. It just wasn't productive. Yeah,
2: exactly. And, you know, we had a task at hand, and as you and I are good to do, we just didn't do the task at
1: hand. Well, I think that's what's causing your bitterness, is because you have another task at hand. I do hand, have another task at hand. I got something to do, and you do too. And you've put that off. And, you know.
2: I admit it freely. You know, so. I got uh, a story to write for and my, now, my paper. And now you're all upset. It's a good story, though. It is. So, mm-hmm. What are you
1: getting on the stick there, buddy? What are you getting? Some pepper. It's got a little spice. Coffee.
2: I get coffee. You get coffee? Get coffee. I have coffee here. Maybe I'll pair it up and see. Give it a hail. I just did. I didn't get a whole lot. <laughs> that's Nick, by the way. <coughs> wow. You can't hail to save your life. Oh, my God. I'm getting pepper. Oh, that's a fool about it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot there. I just can't pinpoint what it is. Kind of a woody, cedery. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a cedary. Whoa. I don't get the coffee oh though.
0: God, my nasal let cavities. Me pair, let me <laughs> let me
2: pair it up with the coffee.
1: Whoa. Yeah, that was that was a harsh retro hail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you're
2: not good at retro hail. I am not. It is not your thing. I am not. For some reason, they don't bother me. And it's funny. Like one of the things we talked about last night at Riverman with the retro hail, people that smoke cigarettes are easier to do a retro hail. I've never smoked cigarettes. I've probably had like two in my life. Oh, I mean, I've had them, but I don't inhale but them. But I hate like, them. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't inhale them,
1: you know, because I've attempted inhaling one time, and it's a like horrible, horrible, horrible thing. And so that's why I can do cigars, because I don't inhale. And that's why, you know... Was well, some...
2: that one of the reasons you uh, didn't want to do it, is because you thought you'd be inhaling it? Probably. Yeah. Before yeah. you learned about them, yeah. Yeah. I think that scares a lot of people off, because we talked to a lot of novices... And they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm scared to inhale or or I was drunk and I inhaled a cigar and uh I hated it. And it's like, no, you're not supposed to do that. Or
1: they're previous cigarette smokers. Yeah. And maybe in their cigarette days at one point, maybe they tried a cigar, but they smoked it like a cigarette and they hated it. That's bad news, man. And that's how you
2: end up throwing up. So, Very true. So um, what are you, you're, you're getting coffee. What else are you getting there? Coffee and cedar. Coffee and cedar. Okay. I'd say coffee and cedar. I'm getting pepper, and I, I get the cedar. I get the woody. Yeah. Coffee and cedar. Yeah. It's a good stick. I really get the cedar. I like it. Now that this. you're saying Now that you brought that up, it's it's coming out. This is definitely one of my- It's kind of on the finish. Yeah. It's definitely one of my go-tos.
1: It's not- I've never had the stick. It, it, I think I'm pretty sure I named this one as one of my uh, honorable mention top fives. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure.
2: If I didn't, that was an oversight on my part. So- But anyway- <sighs> Before we get into the Ask the Boys, I got one more thing I want to vent about. Okay. You okay with this? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I mean, I
1: have one more thing I want to talk about before we even get into that, so. Well, fair enough. Well, you do
2: yours, and maybe we'll save mine for the uh, after. No. For the after the questions. I I think
1: we ought to probably just go ahead and get all your venting out You want to just get it out of the way, my bitterness? we'll, we'll, We'll get your negative energy purged now, and then we'll bring in the positive energy. I don't think we have that kind of time. Reshape the chakra. Everything will be perfect. Stay the hell away
2: from my chakra. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the chakra. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: Al Gore and the other chakra. Oh, anyway, oh so I brought some candy in, and I want to talk about you this. You did candy. bring candy, I did, because it's very colorful. As I'm driving over here, I'm like, you know, I'm hungry, but I didn't want to take time to stop. So I wanted to get here and I wanted to get down to business and get I have the gummy show bears. Done. Pot? No. Oh, okay. And never mind. Like actual so, gummy bears. <laughs> so. As I'm driving over, I'm like, I don't want to stop, but I'm hungry. And I realized, you know what? I still have a bag of Christmas candy in my Jeep. And I thought, you know what? This is going to suffice. This will tide me over. And I start digging through it. And what do I find? But bleeping Crackle and Mr. Good Bars. I love Crackle and Mr. Good Bars. Are you a savage? Dude, Crackle is a crunch bar. Okay. Uh, just who who in the
1: world thought that bars. was a good
2: idea to stick puffed rice in a in chocolate? Crunch bars are good. I, I and couldn't I will agree. fight you. you. It's yours. Here. Take it. Good. I couldn't disagree with you more. And Mr. Goodbar, is a Hershey bar with peanuts why in it. I would jack up a Hershey bar with peanuts. Hershey's because good chocolate. it's good. I like Hershey's chocolate. I like Hershey's chocolate too. I like it, with, you know what I like it with, with peanuts too. No, you know what it'd be great with? Maybe cashews. You know, maybe a hazelnut, a nice hazelnut flavor. I'm sure they probably
1: make those bars as well, but Mr. Good Bar is with a peanut, and it's a quality candy bar. If
2: you're allergic to peanuts,
1: this could kill you. Don't eat a Mr. Good Bar if you're allergic to peanuts. (laughs) It's literally described on the wrapper as a chocolate bar with peanuts.
2: It's so... I mean, I couldn't have been more disappointed that those were my choices. And I brought them in to show Nick, and... For some reason, he likes this candy. I actually candy. like both of those candy bars. Well, you know, the funny thing is, I, I do like Hershey's chocolate. Yes. I just don't like that. So I'm going to take a picture with it, and that's going to be our picture for the socials. Okay. So there. I'm gonna, I mean, wait, you know what? It's going
1: to trick everybody into thinking this is a Christmas episode that we sat on. But True, hey, because it happens?
2: is leftover Christmas candy. But folks. I think your Mr. Goodbar has a happy little penguin on it. It does, and my crackle has <laughs> a tree. So, folks, all I would say is, come on and tell us your thoughts on The Good Bar and the Crackle, because I want to know. I want to know if I'm the only person in the world that is just bitter when he reaches in the bag of chocolate and pulls one of those janky things out.
0: I love those ones.
2: Well, good for you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm a little bitter. Hey, everybody, hide your
1: puppies. Jeff's going to curb stomp them. Oh, my God. Gator's having a moment. Man, no joke. Yeah, I'm a little, little, little well I'm a though. little worried about the ask the boys segment here. I'm oh, gonna,
2: oh, you're gonna get some answers today, some, people. This Could be some interesting
1: answers. So you're gonna get some answers. The one thing I did want to talk about is so when I travel, I tend to not have interesting experiences in okay. the airport, which is a good thing. I, I almost had one once.
0: I'd, we won't get into that.
1: <laughs> I, I, oh. I don't have interesting incidents in the airport. And again, that's a good thing. I want my airport experiences to be very cut and dry. Okay. However, I would not have minded the incident that took place in the Miami airport last week. Oh, heavens no. Where a young lady God decided, love her. God love her for it. ...decided that she was going to sing a song, walk through the baggage claim, and strip down naked while everybody just stood around and watched. You say it like it's wrong. And... That part also confused me. With all the security that's in an airport, why did nobody encounter her in the actual airport? No, she managed to make it outside and climb on top of what ended up being a moving police car <laughs> where she sat in- Okay, that was a little over the top. Like a yoga but the pose. the nudity, I'm fine with. She sat in like a yoga pose on top of this police car until somebody like, you know, till another cop like hauled her off of it. They've ended up, you know, taking her into custody and they're, you know, giving her a Psych evaluation. So I'll, I I haven't found anywhere you know where there's a name or a, a photo of this young lady. She was lovely. I mean, you see, you can find the video online everywhere. But but yeah, I I
2: I don't see things like that in the airport. We're not going to the right airports. First, I, mean, of all. I guess so. I guess we need to spend a little time in Miami. My Miami, my my Miami. Oh my! See there. Now I'm I'm starting Welcome to calm to down. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm starting to calm down. I think the naked girl at the airport chilled me out. I knew a naked woman would be the thing to get, to get her to chill out. So, <laughs> Oh,
1: Lord. Anyway. But
2: why do you arrest that poor girl? Encourage that behavior. Well, I don't know if they arrested her so much as it took her into custody. Well, that's... I mean, wouldn't that be an arrest? She was detained.
0: Eh, I mean, why I mean, you- I
1: guess. I mean, I don't know if she's charged with anything. You have
2: a, l- a lovely young lady that just wants to... <sighs> Get back to nature at the airport, and why wouldn't we let her? Consider it a neck and a freight episode the in the airport. airport. I think that was the problem. It was at the airport. <laughs> well, so. she went, they weren't going to have to search her at security. That's a good point. Well, I mean, that's a good point. I'm going to take off my belt and shoes. Why not just go all the way? It's a valid point. So anyway, did I ever tell you? I, I Maybe I talked about this on the oh, podcast. God. Remind me. Did I ever tell you about me getting searched at the airport coming back uh, from Air Force duty? I don't think so. Okay, so I, I'm i coming back through the airport, and I'm exempt. I've got a big E on my ticket and everything. I'm exempt from search, you know, because I'm in the military. Yeah. And they pulled me for a search. And they, like, shoes, the belt, you know, they're wanding me. They're giving me the pat down. They're, yeah, you know, yeah. they're getting familiar. Let's put it that way. Yeah. They could draw a topographical map of me. Okay. And they got they Lots got very friendly. Yeah, and valleys. Well, at the time, I didn't have hills of (laughs) that. Hell, I was 180 pounds. All right, so anyway. So they get done with the search, and the TSA agent looks at me, and he says, wait a minute, you're exempt. And I said, yeah. And he goes, why didn't you say anything? And I said, I wanted to know what you'd do. I was curious to see. (laughs) So he was so pissed at me. But oh my I wanted, God. I, I'd heard about all the TSA checks and everything, and I, I thought, you know what? Hell, I got time. I had an hour and a half till my flight. I, well, let's see what they do. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're like the only person on Earth that volunteered <laughs> for that, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they, may, they might as well give me a body cavity search. <laughs> it was probably next on the list. I was going to say,
1: that was next on the list. So, Well, with that note, we'll go ahead and swing on into uh, this week's ep- uh, segment of Ask the Boys. So I had to solicit some questions online, so folks, do me a favor. Don't forget to send us your questions throughout the week. We, we accumulate these questions and we, we read them, so make sure you swing on over to CigarPulpit.com and go to the Contact the Pulpit page and leave us a question there, or you can always leave us a question um, in uh, direct message either on Instagram, either The Cigar Pulpit or Naked Gator,
2: N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. And if you're tuned in with us mentally, you can just give us that thought. I don't know if anybody wants to admit to being tuned in to us mentally. <laughs> so, just, just link with us subconsciously and ask us your questions. So we have a couple of really good <laughs> questions here this week. It's like the
1: men that stare at goats. Did you ever see that movie? I have not seen that movie, but oh, we'll, it's phenomenal.
0: We'll we'll, we'll cover
1: it. It's that all about up. remote viewing. Ask the boys, Jeff. Ask the boys. Focus here, okay? Focus. <laughs> I think he liked it better when I was bitter. So, listener Joe... Hey, Joe! ...has a question. Joe says, winter's a rough time for me to smoke cigars. No place to go. (laughs) Trust me, we get it. No place to go. How do you guys
2: handle the winter? I think the entire first half of this show was dedicated to that.
1: So, basically, yes, we are forced to head to the lounge... And with nothing us, wrong with that because we love coming to the lounges. Nothing w- wrong with that. The problem for us is we both live over in Illinois mm-hmm. and have to commute over to St. Louis. And the long and short of that is, it's uh, for me with good traffic, it's about a solid thirty-five minute drive. It's probably about the same over. for me. Um, and uh, it just kind of it, it adds up over time. Mm-hmm. It'd be it'd be really nice to be able to go back
2: out on we, the deck we we have a closer but. lounge at least closer to Nick. It's about the same distance for me, but a closer lounge to Nick. But it just doesn't have the welcoming vibe that no. we get over at the Riverman or the Hill. Precisely, yeah. And, and there, so- there are other lounges in St. Louis, but you know these are the two lounges that we've kind of become home at. And the thing about it is that,
1: you know, we've talked about what would it take to get a lounge going in Illinois, you know, that kind of thing. And it just takes too much. It's so, so repressive. So, no. So, we we really don't hang in Illinois during the, the, the winter. Now, there is the bar that we mentioned, Top Shooters. They have a very nice outdoor patio that's covered and heated and everything. So, that is a good alternative for us. That is probably about as far away as from my house as the hill so it's kind of split in yeah. hairs it's for a me. little closer for it's me. a lot
2: better for jeff so you know we have and the waitresses there could not be nicer to us it's and true. the whole staff actually it's true all I the guys mean, that work there i mean everybody's you know very accommodating of us um some of the guests uh, don't realize we're recording a podcast and even in, I think it was the last episode, you can just hear some random in the background just, just whistling, whistling at the top like of their lungs. Yeah. And all we wanted to do was throat punch. Well, him. then no, we, we ended didn't. up talking we to
1: him later after yes. we finished, yep. and he thought we were sitting there playing video games on my laptop. So yeah, he, he thought we were gaming. He didn't know that we were recording. He thought we were gaming. So, yep. And that makes a lot more sense now that he he told us that. It makes sense why maybe when we everyone there just shoot comes them out and staggers with the top our of their eyes, lungs. Yeah. They don't shut up. But anyway. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> they're thinking, all they're thinking is get back to Zelda. And, like, my whole thing is that I've smoked in my garage before. We um, have recorded in there. My garage is unfortunate because it is not insulated. And so it does get cold as well. And um, my wife tends to not be happy about the
2: cigar smoke. It smelled. lingers. It lingers for days afterwards. Yeah. So
1: it's one of those things we just kind of have to grin and bear it. Through I know the winter. Kristen
2: said the other night after, I forget where I'd been. Probably somewhere with you. And I came in and she was, you were going to have to start putting your clothes outside. Because I guess I'd been at the lounge and Laura, it was really absorbing no, the aroma. I don't know what day
1: it was, but it was uh, it was a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And Laura said the same thing to me. I walked in the door and she goes, don't take this the wrong way, but you stink. <laughs> and, it must have been the and, same night. And I just was like, well, okay then. I think we'd been at Top Shooters, actually. So I, I just immediately went and... Uh, got the laundry going, and started the laundry. Maybe that
2: was just her way of telling you to get naked. No, it no. was much okay.
1: harsher than that. Fair so enough. Anyway, so yeah, so the wintertime sucks for everybody. So
2: yeah, I will at least so anybody, smoke in
1: my Jeep. So anybody who, and that's true. Those of you with vehicles that you're comfortable smoking in, you at least have that option.
2: Nick has a new car and doesn't want to wreck the new car smell yet. Well, and I also... You've gone longer than I thought you would. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I mean, it's been a solid six months. Mm-hmm. Seven months. Six months. And have, have there been times that you're like, oh, I wish I'd just go ahead and light well one oh, up? Oh, there's been close. Yeah. yeah. So It's coming. You're just going to have to give into your demons. I told you.
1: 100,000 miles is when I roll. And when I roll that, that's when it's suddenly, it is my well, That'll vehicle. be another, another year and a half for you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> anyway, so the next question, it did come from a listener. However, that listener said they wanted to be anonymous.
2: Bill? Is it Bill? It is not Bill. Mike? No. Jessica? You're going to understand why. Stephanie, Kristen.
1: You're gonna need you're gonna understand Paula. why. You're gonna understand why. And this Nicholas. List, no.
2: stop. Did you write this question no. yourself? Okay. So
1: this listener wanted to be anonymous. And this is the one that I told you was a perfect question for you. Okay. Listener Anonymous wants to know, what's the best way to hide a body? Not that I need to, but I like to be prepared.
2: Okay, first of all, you're gonna need an old rug. <laughs> Maybe some plastic. <coughs> Uh, A Sawzall. A Sawzall comes in very handy. Um, Maybe an old well. An old well is going to be very helpful in this case. And, uh, I mean, duct tape always comes in handy, whether it's a body or, you know, somebody's still kicking. It's the universal tool. It is. You know, silence is golden, but duct tape is silver.
0: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Anyway, the other good thing you can do if you own, say you own some farmland. You know, we know some people that own farmland, and let's say you have some farmland, you bury the body at night, and then you disk the field the next day. Oh Nobody my. will ever see the turned ground.
0: Oh my god!
2: I mean, this is off the top of my head. I don't put any thought into it. All right, we're gonna move on. <laughs> um, L- lime. Oh wait, don't forget the lime.
1: That was a was a lot more detailed than I anticipated. Um,
2: <laughs> listener. Jumpman... You're going to want to vent the body, too, so it doesn't bloat and float. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Jumpman23... Depending on, you know, your water sources that you're using.
1: (laughs) Jumpman2383 writes that he wants to know, what is the best way to cleanse your palate? Ooh. Now, it depends on what you're wanting to do. I always like to have something to drink with me. Um, Jeff currently
2: has coffee. I have some iced tea. Yep. Um, You know, water is always good. As a rule, I take my coffee black, but when I'm smoking, I usually add a little bit of sugar to it. That helps with some of the, uh, you know, to to me, it helps cleanse the palate.
1: You know, sometimes a little bit of something to eat will help with that, Mm -hmm. although that will add that flavor to the palate. So what you want to do is kind of eat and then take a nice couple of drinks to kind of wash
2: that down. Now, I have something I want to mention, and if you know anyone with this company, we're open to sponsorships. And it's somebody I want to reach out to, and you're about to hit on something
1: that if you really want to take it to the extreme and you want to like really go with it this way, this is a good thing.
2: There you go. So smart mouth. Yes. I don't know if anybody has tried that, but that really does work for me because you know, let's be honest, I it's drink a, a it's lot a of mouthwash and smoke a lot of cigars, and it basically is two liquids side by side that mix together, and it 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 together kind of as thing. you pour it into yeah. the uh, the cup. And we would love them to sponsor the show. It would be a great sponsor for the show. It helps to
1: eliminate the production of sulfur in your mouth. And that's what gives you the bad breath and everything like that. But I
2: use it, and it does work.
1: Yeah, and it does help cleanse the palate. And uh, another thing that I've talked about on the show before, get yourself a really good toothbrush with a nice, strong toothpaste. And or a tongue scraper. And that was the other thing. Yep. You there's a product. I bought it on Amazon. It's called Tongue T U N G. It's um you can get the kit that has the, the the gel and the tongue brush. And this stuff's great. You just pour it a little bit on the tongue brush and just scrub the tongue. And you know, it'll trigger the gag reflex, I guess, if you go back too far, but
2: it's, not if you uh, know what you're doing. Well,
1: evidently I don't. So, anyway.
2: <laughs> oh, wait. Are we still talking about pressure? Oh, teeth? my
1: God. Anyway, um, <laughs> yep. So that'll, uh, that'll help cleanse the palate a little bit. So I would just suggest having something, you know, to drink and don't, don't like, don't go a whole cigar without drinking something. Take drinks in between. You to don't want to get dry mouth while you're smoking. No. Yep. And some tobaccos will dry you out, some tobaccos will actually prompt. The uh, creation of more saliva, so that's why sometimes when you're smoking, it's like you're slobbing all over it, and other times it's like you know your dry mouth.
2: Have so. you ever had? And I think this is why you actually have the slob cutter. But sometimes you'll get that tar effect at the end of the cigar. Yes. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, and yep. that's exactly why because yep. it'll build up at the end with between
1: the the saliva and everything a lot with and the my tar. Pipe. And yep. so I always have to clip like a little extra off to kind of uh, because it'll plug it up. And it'll kill the draw.
2: So And it gotta, also tastes horrific. Well, yeah. So you got to yeah. kind of clip that off and fix that. Go, you're, you're back to new. Exactly. So This is a great segment. We're doing all right here. We're doing okay. So Don't, don't forget the lime. What? I was circling back to an earlier question. Okay. Don't forget the lime. So, listener, um, I
1: guess it's LAM82. L-A-M I don't know if it's Lamb or LAM or LAM82, whatever. Wants to know, if you found a letter from a loved one that said on the envelope to be opened upon my death, and that loved one was not yet dead, would you open it
2: or leave it alone? Hmm. You know, honestly, I think I would leave it alone. Really? I think I would wait. You honestly say that? Yeah, I think I would wait. I'd lock it away somewhere. I'd make sure that I didn't lose it because I'm prone to losing things. You
1: can't lock it away. You got to leave it where you found it because what if they come back to I thought
2: you meant like a letter that I had, but it was I had to wait. Okay. No, no, no. It's not one you wrote. It's one they wrote. Well, no, no, no. One that they wrote, but it was in my possession. Mm. Like they'd given it to me. Hey, open this upon my death, kind of thing.
1: No, like let's say you're cleaning the bedroom or something like that, and you accidentally find it. You know, kind of. Now, if
2: it's somebody I don't like, we circle back to the earlier question
1: (laughs) about where to hide the body. You
2: can read the letter a lot quicker. Gotcha. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I. Boy, that's a tough question because see, here's the thing: I would really want to know what it said. I mean, curiosity would really get to me. But on the flip side, if you find out, and let's say it's something utterly devastating, how do you look that person in the eye and have to pretend like Nick finding like you out that you
2: don't know? Like Nick finding out that he's adopted. I'm not adopted. You haven't read the letter yet. Oh, but anyway, you, you get my point.
1: I mean, it's like how do you how do you how do you live with that knowledge and act like
2: you don't know? Yeah. So Well, and you're better off. They they it's their wishes, they want it to be opened upon their death. You wait for that. I just I don't there, know there some, it's a there tough there question. S- there because there's some social there are, contracts yeah, that we have to abide by. There are some
1: things though that if I were to find out, maybe it would change behaviors. Maybe it would I mean let's be real, there are some things that could change the course of people's lives
0: of upon some finding events.
2: out. You know? I think I can get a picture of this thing staining on its ash. No. Oh, it's a challenge. I though. mean, you can try, but that's a really difficult thing to do.
1: All you're going to do is burn a hole in the table.
2: <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <gasps> this is going to happen.
1: No, it's not. There's no way on God's green earth you can I make just this work. I just get it
2: to balance.
1: That's why I'm saying this isn't going to work.
2: <laughs> I call BS on all the pictures online. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Holy shit. Don't move.
1: Oh! <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> you'd have been... Three seconds
2: faster, you'd have been able to pull that off. (laughs) Guys, you can ask Nick. It happened. Was it it standing? It was standing. It It was was standing. you got to give me that one. It was standing. It was standing. It was standing. Oh, God. (sighs) Anyway. Anyway. I made it happen, and I
1: couldn't get a picture. Next question. So Tom Paul Paul. Paul. Double Paul. Double Paul. Tom Double Paul wants to know what the closest thing in the market is to the Drew Estate's Kentucky Fried Cigar, the KFC. I've never had it. Or the Kentucky Fire Cured, I would imagine. Cured, that yeah. actually is not Kentucky Fried. <laughs> it's, it's chicken! <laughs> it's, what, are they putting them in a deep fryer? And he specifically says, don't say Camacho Barrel Aged. Here's the thing. I haven't smoked the Camacho Barrel Aged, so thanks for the suggestion. I wasn't going to say that. But um, the one cigar that I can say that I have had that flavor profile-wise is similar to the uh, EuroStates KFC, but it's a totally different kind of smoke, and um, everything is the Toscano. Yeah. And it's ironic that it, this question's being asked, because I just bought a pack of Toscano Classicos today. and I like the ones with
2: the uh, anus or a- 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 whatever in them. Yeah. I like those.
1: The Toscano, it's an Italian cigar. Um, the ones that I have are six and a half by 38 so they're a little thin, those are the ones you can share little thin guys um, yes they don't they don't take any humidification so you can throw them in your glove box and they'll be fine for a year or something like that and it won't be a big deal nope. the other thing is yeah you can cut one in half and share it with a friend they're made unlike, to be shared unlike other cigars they don't unravel when you cut them you know and, and everything so they're good for that.
2: No Those things will put hair in your chest, by the way. They Those are, are manly cigars.
1: They are little sticks. They <laughs> look gnarly. They're little sticks. But I'll tell you, Toscanos. It's like I, somebody I, wrapped up a tumbleweed. I bought a five-pack for, I think, like, eh, 20 bucks. And um, and they're good. They are good. I actually like fire-cured tobacco. They taste like a campfire, yep. and they're fire-cured. They're, they're Italian Kentucky tobacco. And it's all fire cured and everything, and it's great. They're great. So you're, when you first see one, you're gonna be like, "What in the hell am I doing smoking this?" But they are probably the best utility cigar. Oh, absolutely. You know, by like, far. if you're looking for a cigar just to have when you're doing something and whatever, and maybe you
2: don't have time for a whole one, cut
1: it in half, well, do the half. I mean, they're great, they're, and you know, mean
2: great cigars. These aren't in that that class by any means, but when I go goose hunting. Um, you know, buddies and I will be out in the field, and a big part of goose hunting is drinking coffee, smoking cigars, and just you know telling jokes and whatnot. Yes, yeah. and while we're waiting for birds to fly in, and one of my favorite things to do is is smoke a cigar out there when I'm uh, hunting. But you don't, you know. I don't want to take a cigar like this. I don't want to take a ten, twelve, fourteen you don't want to dollar take cigar.
1: A premium hand rolled. Yeah.
2: Exactly. So I, I, I smoke swishers when I'm out, you know, hunting like that. Yeah. Because it's easier if the birds start flying in, you can toss it down, and if it gets muddy or it gets wet, you no move on deal. to the next one. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, those those are good utility cigars for me. I'll keep a pack around just in case I need them when. You know, working on the car or something, God forbid, because I'm the worst mechanic in the world. But those Toscanos are a good cigar, and I really like having them around for yeah. that reason. I, Like I said, I've got a pack in my
1: glove box right now that has, I think, maybe one or two left in it. And um, so I went ahead today and just bought a second pack that I'm going to throw in the glove box. And I'll probably take those that pack that has one or two in it and throw that in my uh, suitcase for when I go out to Vegas. Yep. That way I've got something... Just in case. You
2: never know. Oh and yeah, because maybe Vegas
1: is out of cigars. No. But maybe I've got like fifteen minutes in between sessions or something like that, so I can take one of those, clip it in half, go outside and do that. You know? There you go. I mean it's a like I said, it's a good way of getting a, a quick smoke in that's that's good. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So so there you go. There's an alternative. Now, Craddock Dennis sent me He's a chronic offender on he, our... He's a uh, big fan. Yeah, and our he Instagram pages. has sent me a ton of questions. So I'm going to hit a few of them. Okay. We can save some for next week. Exactly. He seems to be asking some questions as it relates to St. Louis. So we're going to go ahead and hit those. And then the other questions that he asked, we will hit later. Okay. He we're wants gonna, to know... We're going to save some for later. He wants to know, first, what is a reasonable, good, nice hotel to stay at in St. Louis? Now that's a interesting question because it's a, it, it depends. Are you wanting to stay like in the city, like downtown, or are you wanting to
2: stay like over well, on the east side? Have you ever seen or? that map on the socials where it's like the it's the map of St. Louis and it says probably won't die, will die? Have you seen that map? Mm-mm. Yeah, there's it, it's floating around out there as a joke, but okay. there's a lot of truth to it. So I would say this: when picking anywhere to stay in St. Louis,
1: avoid the north. Mhm. Um south is good. South City, South County. Um West County. West County. There's some good hotels downtown. Yeah. Um what is the uh What's the old Adams Mark nowadays? Oh shoot. What is that is the a name Hyatt of that? now?
2: I don't know what it is, but that's a nice hotel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a nice hotel. There's uh the Chase Park Plaza is a really
2: nice hotel. It's out more by Forest Park, correct? Won't
1: necessarily call it affordable. <laughs> um, no. It's but a, that's
2: out by like the Central West End, yeah, uh, Barnes Hospital, that area. So, uh, the big- I would say O'Fallon, Illinois. Mm-hmm. You know where I have my newspaper. There's a lot of really nice, nice new places.
1: hotels out there. There's there's
2: some new hotels in Columbia, can, uh, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. So
1: you know there's there's areas around St. Louis that you can get a really good hotel, and it won't break your bank. Exactly. What are some of the beaten path spots to see in the St. Louis area? I'm assuming he asks. When you come to St. Louis, what are you got to see? Okay, let me throw a couple out. Okay, we we have a great zoo.
2: Um, we have a world on, class
1: yeah. quality, top notch zoo that yes. is w-
2: wards, and it is for free, stuff. and it is free. You'll have to basically give up your first board to park, but it's free. Exactly. Yeah, and there is parking in Forest Park. I I I joke a little bit about that, but the parking yeah, I mean, does if you get park expensive. In the, well, that's only if you park in the lot. If exactly. you find street
1: parking in Forest Park, you can park all day, and it does and exist. It's no big deal.
2: Yeah. And our, our zoo is great. Up the hill, up on Art Hill, you've got the art museum. We have a world-class art museum. And it is phenomenal. Yep. One, of, one of my favorite pictures of my daughter, Addie, is basically her from the back looking at the water lilies by Monet. Hmm. And that's one of my favorite photos. And I had to take it from the back, which worked out really good, because it's it's just her, like she's sitting there just trying to absorb this, yeah. this gorgeous art. Yeah. But she had been at the zoo earlier, and, and her a, face was painted up like a uh, cheetah. Yeah. So if, if she turned around, it would have been a whole different a whole photograph. whole different photo. Yeah.
1: But obviously, there's the St. Louis Arch. You know, you can go up in the arch and everything. I haven't done that since
2: I was a kid. I mean,
1: if, you, if you're only coming to town once, you got to do
2: it. The if city
1: museum? Eh. I've never been. It's not a place I would necessarily tell, like, any random adult to go to. Yeah. But with um, kids. If you've got kids, I mean... And yeah. you don't
2: mind them climbing around on jagged metal. Stuff that could kill them. Yes. Um, I mean, pretty much everything at the City Museum could kill you. It's Rebar basically like whatnot. a giant jungle gym
1: that's made from refurbished construction parts, is the best <laughs> yes. way for me to describe it. <laughs> if you're a big baseball fan, obviously there's Bush Stadium, yep. which also has the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Yep. And that's... I mean, we take baseball very seriously in this town. Is the Bowling
2: Hall of Fame still down there? <sighs> you know... I don't know if it still. Exists. I know they had to move it. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is though. Um, a the bowling of,
1: hall of fame used to be in St. Louis. The U City Loop may very well be. U City Loop is kind of a nice little kitschy area go during the day. Gotta let yeah go during the day. You're not going
2: to ride the trolley because it's already done after yeah, it's, six months. That's
1: a debacle.
2: Yeah. Um, if you're looking enormous waste of money, If you're looking for some
1: like stupid awesome Italian food. Obviously, come to the Hill neighborhood. Tons of great Italian restaurants here, and you can visit. The Hill Cigar Company.
2: Exactly, and in addition, right down the road from us, um, if you're if you're on the Hill, right down the road is going to be Shaw's Garden, the St. Louis Botanical Gardens. Yes, and the Botanical and it Garden is world class, phenomenal. Yeah. What else?
1: Is, uh, just one of those things you got to try around here. Obviously, there's some restaurants you got to hit up. Like everybody talks about Ted Drews for the frozen custard or Christmas trees in the winter,
2: depending I on the time of year. Personally, think Ted Drews is a little. You're over- not gonna say that, I, are you? I think it's a little overrated. Oh my God, be, Bobby! That's heresy.
1: Bobby's in, in Maryville. I think is better.
2: Gators in O'Fallon didn't too bad.
1: Nah, I think Bobby's in Maryville's better.
2: I just like Gators because it <laughs> says Gator.
1: I know. Yep. They
2: named it after me.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then uh, gooey butter cake. There's a couple of places in town that you can find gooey butter cake. That's a St. Louis uh, St. Louis thing.
2: It's fantastic. You know what else? Toasted to ravioli. You know what else? No. We didn't even mention this. Okay. <sighs> I locked up. I can't think of it. What? I just, I had something in my head that's gone. Emo's Pizza. Oh, it's a square beyond compare. You got to get some toasted ravioli while you're here. It's a St. Louis tradition. Pork mm-hmm. steaks. Pork steaks aren't anywhere around the country, but in this area. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, pork steak is not a normal thing. Um, There's some good barbecue around here.
1: Yeah. there's, there's Oh,
2: I know what I was going to mention. The aquarium.
1: Oh. We do have a brand new aquarium. It yeah, I locked up on that in the ten on, seconds. I was just thinking opened about on it. Christmas Day, actually. Yeah, and it's uh, you neat. went. I went. It's neat. It's a little quicker of a tour than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of thought it would
2: be a little longer of an experience, a little, little more for the money, is what you were saying. Maybe. Yeah. Um, we were in and out in about an hour. And you know, if you if you're here and you happen to get shot, like a lot of people in St. Louis, we have some great ERs. We have some top-notch hospitals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the jewish
2: hospitals, Saint Anthony's in South County. And depending if they find on... some
1: cancer while operating on your gunshot wound, oh my there's Sightman Center.
2: <laughs> my cousin's one of the top docs at Sightman. Well, there you go. Yeah, she's so. she's a rock star. She's great. She got the brains in the family, there Oh,
1: all of them. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So
2: yeah, that's that's some places to to visit in St. Louis. What other question? Just don't go anywhere at night by yourself yeah, alone. Nights, not it's kind of like New Orleans. Avoid the alleys at night. Or, well, in New Orleans, any
1: Yeah. Night's not the best.
2: If you don't see people, don't go there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then finally, he says, fall looks like a, like a nice season to visit St. Louis. Is it? Oh, I would say absolutely. I would say spring and fall yeah. are the best. Wintertime sucks. And, and the, summer's uh, just the summer hot. is just muggy hot. summer is muggy hot. Yeah. But spring and fall are quality, quality
0: times to visit the city.
2: And you know what? I mean, we, we joke about it, and we can because we're from here. But it actually is a nice city and there's a lot of history here, a lot of things went on. It's true. Um we have a friend that was actually loosely connected to the Dred Scott decision which yeah, happened his, here in Saint Louis.
1: Ancestor was actually one of the Supreme
2: Court justices that yeah. you know ruled on that and it was
1: kinda cool. He uh he got together, had a little reunion with the other ancestors. So it was like Dred Scott's like great great granddaughter or something like that, and then there's him and a couple other people that were attached to it. So That's pretty cool. It is pretty neat, but yeah, but there's a lot of history in this town, and unfortunately, it the town kind of gets overshadowed by some of the uh, the crime statistics. So yep, absolutely. Our next question comes to us from listener Jason J. Uh, Hoderman, H-O-D-E-R-M-A-N. Hoderman. Jason Hoderman, um, and he wants to know:
2: wooden matches or lighters, and why? You know what? <laughs> okay, this is a debate that Nick and I have had because I actually don't mind wooden matches. He's all in for the lighter. I'm in for the lighter for the efficiency. Yeah. Because... I, I like the wooden matches occasionally, I, although I nearly set myself
1: on fire today with one. I was going to say, I I just, for me, wooden matches just add a whole other level of complexity. I will acquiesce that some of these guys like to talk about the taste of using the wooden matches and the cedar spills and all that. Fine.
2: But for the efficiency, I, you can't beat a nice butane torch. Yep. Not a bick is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I do like my zippo. I hate soft flames. I do like my
1: zippo. Hate soft flames. You know, I, I hate to say it. I have a zippo that I received from at Christmas time and I need to uh, I need to get it going and give it a shot. I haven't tried it yet. But I would fire it up. Yeah. So. And finally our last question comes to us from Rob at Cigar Talk. Oh, there you go. And Rob wants podcast by the way. Indeed. Rob wants to know who's the boss? Now, the answer to that is simple, and I defy anybody to argue with me. It's me obvious, no, it's Judith Light because <laughs> without her without Judith Light, Tony Danza and Alyssa Milano would have been homeless living in a station wagon. She paid his salary. It's Judith Light. I thought you meant me. No, the real answer when anybody asks
2: who's the boss is Judith Light, okay, then yeah. Did you ever hear the rumor <laughs> that Scott Mayo was dating Alyssa Milano? I mean, is that a rumor? I never Did I just make that up? You may have just made that up. Wait About a two early 80s. No, no let me sitcom back up. Stars. Let me back up. It was Nicole Eggert. Wasn't she the daughter on that? No, Alyssa Milano was the daughter. What show am I thinking of? Joni uh, loves Chachi? I don't know what I'm thinking Charles of. Charles in charge? Charles in charge. That was it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we need to take all that out because I'm going to get sued by all those people now. <laughs> So that's another segment
1: of Ask the Boys. Well, anyway, now that we've gotten through that ignorance, again, I just want to remind everybody to send your questions to the Cigar Pulpit through the uh, Contact the Pulpit page on Cigarpulpit.com and submit your questions for next Tuesday's Ask the Boys segment.
2: I think it was a great set of questions. I think so. I think
1: it worked out well.
2: I mean, we covered actors having affairs with younger actors, dead bodies. I mean, we were all over the, you know, Mm -hmm. gamut there. I like it. Anyway. um, Lime. Don't forget the lime. And don't forget the lime. Now, while you're at
1: CigarPulpit.com, make sure you sign up for our newsletter, which gets you put on the list to be entered for our weekly giveaways, which will be starting up in February. Yay. So if the only way to win is if you're signed up for the and newsletter even,
2: list. We we don't want to go into it now, but we've even had people offer up some gifts for us to add in. Exactly. So we're gonna have some swag. These sw- things could turn into some nice prices. We're gonna packs. have some swag. So make sure
1: you sign up to be on our weekly giveaway list by signing up to receive our free newsletter. So you get newsletter and the option of winning swag. It's a
2: win-win. For everybody. So how how else do people reach out to us on the socials besides that?
1: Okay, we're going to go ahead and jump to the socials now. We're doing the socials. So we are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, and we're also available at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D, Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and obviously you can reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com.
2: Or just You know, mentally link with us like the men that stare at goats and remote view us. Keep bringing that up, and I don't think anybody's going to do that. But anyway, (laughs) so.
1: uh. And as a reminder, we announced uh, last episode, and then I also put a post up on our Instagram that we will be doing our first stop on the 2020 Nick and Gator Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival. (laughs) (laughs) They they was so <coughs> ignorant, I love it In Indianapolis, Indiana On uh, Thursday, February the 6th We're actually going to be coming into town On Wednesday, February 5th So there's a distinct possibility That that evening we'll find somewhere to go Yep But then on Thursday the 6th We'll be stopping off at There's a place called Sticks That I've been recommended we need to go to And obviously we want to check out Burn by Rocky Patel which just opened up not too long ago, and then I've had a couple of our listeners suggest that we need to find a place called Nikki Blaine's. Nikki Blaine's.
2: So, which one has the Chinese restaurant? That Sticks. Sticks. I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah, for you I to get love Asian me, food. Yeah, and I love me some cigars. Th- I know, right? It's
1: like Jeff's little p- personal slice of heaven. I may
2: never leave. So yeah, that may become home. Yeah.
1: So anyway, so if you're from the Indianapolis area or a close drive to it. Mark on your calendar to possibly
2: come out and meet us. You got to come out because we're gonna be really disappointed if nobody shows yeah, up. If we so at least come that out, way. And hang if out, and get a photo all that way with us. If we yeah. don't
1: make you know meet anybody, we're gonna be really devastated. So hey, we'll
2: be sitting smoking cigars, eating Chinese food. What do we care? I, I want to meet people. I want to eat Chinese food. Oh, well, okay then. <laughs> so anyway, what are, getting, what are you getting on your stick,
1: buddy? Uh, I am still getting the coffee and cedar. Um, it's it's. It's not a cigar that, like, changes a lot, but I'm it's still getting a solid stick.
2: Well, there you go. Yeah, it's just a little peppery. Um, like you said, the cedar on the finish a little bit. Um, you guys may have heard, like, some kind of noise in the background. I threw my candy bars at uh, Nick at one point during the... Yeah, uh, he just called the- them
1: at me, <laughs> angrily. I mean, I really want to know... Was a lot
2: of bitterness. Where did Mr. Goodbar
1: touch you? <laughs> in the peanuts. Uh, oh, my... <laughs> Ah, see what I did there. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, no, it's a quality cigar. I like it. Yeah, it's very good. Now you've had this before. This is a new one. Oh probably. yeah,
2: I've had this before a yeah. bunch of times. Here you go. So, what are we smoking uh, Friday?
1: Well, Friday we'll be smoking a selection out of the January My Monthly Cigars box, which maybe makes this a good time to bring up My Monthly Cigars is a premium subscribe or premium cigar subscription service where you can have cigars shipped to your house once a month, mm-hmm. and we recommend that you get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. We get that box, and we smoke those four cigars over the course of four episodes throughout that, that month. It's the Nick and Gator Care Package. And if you go on and you subscribe to that, and use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that will get you either free shipping off the first box, or it will get you 20% off any of the items in the store because they do have some other items in the store. Including that cigar by Nova Cigars, which looks like a football. Yeah, yeah. So that's a it's a pretty cool limited edition cigar that they've got over there. That
2: I haven't seen in, that anywhere else. To- have you no, it's nope.
1: it's for them. It looks and like an exclusive. They're selling it for Super Bowl, so it looks pretty cool. So that's awesome. Yeah, and they have an MSRP guarantee. So what that means is that all of the sticks within the box, the MSRP is guaranteed to add up and meet or exceed. The price of the box. So, like for example, the January box. I think the sticks are valued at about thirty-eight bucks, and uh, the box itself is thirty dollars. Last month it was like forty-five dollars. All you got to do is put in
2: offer code pulpit P U L P I T, and you get the free shipping. So can't beat it. Nope, not at all. Good deal. Well, Nick, you got anything else you want to cover? Any uh, any viewer uh, mail no. or uh, viewer mail, listener mail? No, no. Oh, so we're just gonna just. Have an awkward pause and end? Is that what's coming? Is that what we're going to do? I mean, we're doing that now? I I would have hoped we'd be able to transition a little bit better than that. Oh, did I just, like, strip you're, the gears? You're, you're just <laughs> just stomping all over this. But anyway. Oh, my. Oh, he's so bitter. You know, we're about at the same point in our stick. We're only about halfway through this thing. This is a nice cigar. Yeah, it's lasting quite a while. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good quality smoke. I, I like smoked it one last night. And it was on recommendation to somebody, so I don't want to, you know, be too too rough on it here. But that that cigar would not end, and I wanted it to. <laughs> and Dink knows exactly what not, I'm talking
1: about. And it was not the cigar at the Riverman. Oh we no, no, no! Point no, that out.
2: No. It was. Not it was the a, cigar it was another cigar we had yesterday. Yes. And it just like. I, I, it was like Pinocchio's nose. It just kept growing as I
1: smoked it. I know exactly which cigar because I also bought that cigar and uh, had the same thought. Um, and, and in hindsight, it wasn't a bad cigar. It just was nowhere close to what I thought it was going to be. Completely different and than, than its appearance. And because it was different than what I thought it was going to be, I was disappointed. Yeah, I was ready for something
2: and didn't I, get it.
1: I thought it was going to be really strong. I thought it was going to be a strong you know, flavor bomb. And it turned out to be a very deceptively mild, easy smoke. Yep. And that was not what I was in
2: the mood for. Now, I even thought about for a while, it was one of those where we were smoking it both at the same time. And I thought, you know, we probably should have saved this and reviewed it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably best we didn't. Probably best. Yeah. Because
1: that would have... Well... And again, in hindsight, it wasn't a bad cigar. It just was not what I was now, looking for at the time. The cigar I smoked last night at the Riverman, though, what uh, me? That was me. the uh, uh, Sober Mesa or the Brulee, right? Yeah, it, I put a picture of it yeah. up on,
2: on my uh, Instagram. It was the Sake, so- so- yeah. So, so- It was a Sober Mesa uh, Brulee. Now, I enjoyed that cigar. That was a good stick. No, I think you even bought one. You I haven't did. smoked it yet. I have, you? have not smoked it no. yet. Now,
1: this is all right. We're gonna get into this. Oh God! So this uh, this came up when uh, the cigar came out. It was on the Cigar Authority. Oh there was no! A question regarding the. Tip. I know where you're going. And just the tip, just to see how it feels. They uh, there was some some speculation that perhaps uh, Steve Saka had sugar tipped the cigar and made the tip sweetened. Jeff says he didn't get any sugar flavor. There's, there's off no it. way in hell that cigar did not have a sweetened tip. Um, I think you're just plain wrong because I got mine out and I did, like, you know. Um, we had this argument last taste night. Taste the cap.
2: In the lounge at yeah, the Riverman. And I tasted the cap and it was sweet, dude. I barely clipped the cap when I took it off of mine. There it was, was no sweet. sugar. It was sweet. It was sweet. So let me tell you. You couldn't be more wrong. No. And apparently, uh, you know, I've heard Cigar Authority has had this exact same discussion. Uh And I think it's going on all over the country about the cigar. And they won't say whether they've sugar dipped it or not.
1: Actually, Sokka's come out and flat out said he has not sugar tipped it. He's claiming that it's uh, aging. That he's aged this tobacco in such a way that it's created this kind of sweetened flavor. I, I didn't get it. I Dude, didn't get the sweetened flavor you right now. I like
2: the stick. I'm telling you right now that thing is sugar tipped There's no and way. There's in hell. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no way in hell that thing sugar. Nothing tipped.
1: wrong with them doing that. Maybe, the, but know, I'm telling you right now. You know now, what? Think about sugar this. On that tip.
2: Think about this. This would be marketing genius on their part. What if they sugar tipped half of them and just randomly like like put them together like. Mixed and matched them.
1: Just to get this conversation going.
2: Yeah, because mine was not sugar-coated. Oh Boy, there's a
1: whole new level to this theory.
2: That would be marketing gold. Mm -hmm. Because you've got guys wanting to smoke it now just to see.
1: Yeah, and you've got guys like us that are fighting about it.
2: Oh, I'm telling you. Because I'm ready to fight you over this. And you couldn't be more wrong. I'm telling you, that cigar was sugar-tipped. You could not be more wrong. There was no sweetness on that cigar at all. It was a good stick. No sweetness. You know what? I bet they did do that. It'd be pretty pretty I bet smart they on just, their part. I bet they just every other cigar they sugar tipped, and but and they're not they're not saying that it's been sugar tipped, so man, that would be smart. It would be smart. I wonder what the legality would be on that. Because it's getting people raging. Like, yeah. like you're ready to come to fisticuffs over this. It was sweet. You're high. It was sweet. And if anybody of the two of us is high as you. Well, that might be the case, but it still wasn't sugar tipped. It was sugar tipped. As I sit here in my drug rug.
1: Yeah, it was totally sugar. Tips.
2: This thing looks good on me though. I look good in blue. I mean, it's kind of a knit moo moo thing going on there. <laughs> I think everybody in the audience knows what a drug rug is. I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. Well, it's been an episode it has been an episode so i was so bitter in the beginning i know i've calmed down and now, now. The, stick, the stick has chilled me the out the cigar has cured your ills it really did it, it brought me down off my really tense like i like i was anxious See, like all you got well, you, you could hear it you'd hear in my voice as i was driving it over all you had to do was sit and smoke a cigar i needed it
0: and i
2: needed this nick this was therapeutic well there you go we're gonna I'm hug gonna, later I'm, oh god well, anyway,
1: this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. Actually, before I do that, final thoughts on the cigar.
2: Loving it. Good stick. Um, It's a dark cigar. Um, No, this actually is a very good cigar. It's not what I expected. It's a bigger ring gauge than I normally smoke, um, but I have no complaints about it. I appreciate you getting the stick and uh, really do like it. It's the Dusk. We got the
1: solido size, and yes, it's one of my favorites. Oh, so. well, there you go. I enjoy it. So now, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. That's I'm a gator. more chilled out gator. He is a more chilled out gator, which is good. We don't want an
2: angry gator. No, cuz I get bitey raging. Yep. So. So that's it, folks. Lime, don't forget the lime. Stay smoky. <laughs> <laughs>